From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a... Like a good neighbor? Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping teams and organizations optimize their working experience. The thing about great working experiences is that, well, they require hard work. And I mean, not so much hard in the sense of effort, but I guess in our willingness to talk about hard stuff, like stuff that feels uncomfortable or awkward or even likely to trigger feelings we just don't want to deal with. And so many of us, and yes, me too, are guilty of just not having that conversation because things right now aren't that bad, right? But if we had the conversation and we had it well, we know in our hearts that things could be so much better. Like, imagine your boss is great. You know, mostly. He's supportive of you, he coaches you, he respects your boundaries, but You're ready for the next level, and you need exposure to other leaders. And anytime you work on a presentation, your boss ends up doing all the presenting while you sit quietly in the back. Or maybe you have a colleague who is smart and well-meaning, but they have these habits that sometimes make collaboration a little painful. Like, they send 17 emails that, if they had just done a little bit of organizing, probably could have been one. Or... They don't check with you before making decisions that leave you with extra administrative stuff on your plate. In both of these situations, you could just not have the conversation because nothing horrible is happening, but wouldn't life just be better if you went for it? These dreaded moments require us to have something called a crucial conversation. Crucial Conversations is an actual book, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes if you'd like to read more. But today, let's talk about what makes a conversation a crucial one and how we can have a solid version of it that leaves everyone feeling like a winner. So what is a crucial conversation? There are all kinds of important conversations that can or should be had, but what makes something specifically a crucial conversations is three things. One, there are opposing views. Two, there are high stakes. And three, there are strong emotions. Opposing views is probably pretty self-explanatory, but it just means there's no obvious right or wrong. It's not, you know, like a conflict between someone harassing and being harassed. There's no objective offense or failure to point to. You feel one way and presumably the other person feels another. 
High stakes means that this thing really matters. In the examples I gave, the stakes are your ability to get promoted or to manage your time effectively. It's not a matter of disagreeing about whether this year's holiday party should be beach or city-themed. The consequences and the impacts are real. And finally, strong emotions means someone could really get hurt or offended if things aren't handled properly. Next time you're facing a conversation you just don't want to have, start by asking yourself whether it meets these criteria. If it's low stakes, it may not be worth having. If it's not super emotional, it may not be worth stressing over. And if there really is a right answer, then that might be a feedback conversation. But for now, let's assume you need to have a crucial conversation. So with criteria met, how do you do it effectively? Here are some things to focus on. First, you want to do some prep work. Because of the whole high stakes, high emotion thing, you want to head into this conversation with something of a game plan. So here are some questions to ask yourself and answer before you dive in. Let's take this example of the situation with your well-meaning boss who is hogging the spotlight. First, consider your objectives. What outcomes are you hoping for, for you and for your boss? And what do you want to avoid having happen? You probably want to be given more opportunities to showcase your work, and you don't want to leave your boss feeling unappreciated for all the hard work he's already doing to support you. Next, think about the other person's default style, like how you've experienced them in the past. Do they tend to respond more to data or stories? Do they like to problem solve together or do they prefer to reflect before responding? Having clarity around objectives and the other person's default style can help you prepare for the outcome you'd like by having the right data or stories or whatever you'll need on hand. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner, too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Second, present facts and stories, but keep them separate. In every situation, there are facts and there are stories. Like, fact, the last time there was a big presentation, your boss did all the talking. Story, you're concerned the absence of your voice is holding you back from bigger opportunities. Maybe you're even worried your boss doesn't trust you to deliver the presentation. All of this is fair, but when you deliver your message to your boss, it's really important that he hear the distinction between fact and story. If you go in hot saying, you never give me the opportunity to speak because you don't trust me, blending fact and story together, you'll lose your boss quickly because maybe, as it turns out, he totally trusts you. Leading with an accusation that rings false can leave your boss feeling attacked, and this is what triggers those high emotions. This is a landmine we want to step around very carefully. So start with the facts. 
In those last three presentations, I was hoping to have an opportunity to speak at some point, but I was asked to take notes and advance slides. This is it. This is indisputable. So start there and then move into the impacts. It was kind of a bummer because I'm worried that you don't trust me or that you don't trust that I'm ready to present to the leadership team. And that's your story. That piece is debatable, but it puts your boss in the position of having to recognize the facts and understand the impact they've had on you. And now it's your boss's turn to reply. Be sure to listen and listen well, because maybe there's an entirely different story about why your role has been strong and silent. And remember, one of the elements of a crucial conversation is the possibility of strong emotions. Your boss may have a moment of feeling awful or guilty or afraid you're going to resign. So create a safe space for those emotions. Take a pause here and let it all be put on the table before you move to the next piece. Third, propose options. Here you get to advocate for what you want. Ask respectfully and boldly, but be willing to compromise. Maybe you're hoping to run the show next time, like give the whole dang presentation. And maybe, depending on what came out of the previous part of the conversation, your boss isn't ready to make that leap. So what are some options you might compromise on? Maybe when the next presentation comes around, you get the opportunity to do the introduction and facilitate the Q&A at the end. Or maybe your boss shared a specific concern, and so your next step is to do some practice presentations so he can coach you on your public speaking skill. The goal is to land on an option that you both feel really good about. It addresses both of your concerns and hopes. And finally, plan your next steps. Get specific. You want to be sure that you and your boss are clear and aligned on exactly what's been agreed to. Walking away with a loosey-goosey sense of, we'll get him next time, tends to lead to disappointment. Specifics like details, actions, dates, and times should all be captured, ideally in writing. This doesn't need to be super heavy-handed. If you can do a quick verbal recap at the end of the conversation and then commit to emailing it his way so you both have a copy, this will get it done. Okay, you might say as you wrap up. So for our next presentation on April 3rd, I'll cover the intro and take us through the objectives for the day, and then I'll hand over to you. And when you hit that final slide, you'll pass the mic back to me and I'll run the Q&A piece. Is that what you heard as well? It's always amazed me how differently two people can hear and interpret the same conversation, so don't leave this bit to chance. And there you go. The thing about crucial conversations is that we can almost always make an excuse not to have it. But when we finally do have it, if we've prepared well and facilitated openly, it nearly always leaves us in a better place. So now, what do you need to address with someone? And are you feeling ready to get it done? Make sure you let me know how it goes. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com if your organization is looking to dial up its employee experience or deliver some leadership development that activates change. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Fireband with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey. From pit lane to podium, the Las Vegas Grand Prix is providing fans a race day experience at the speed they deserve. 
with the help of T-Mobile for Business. Our 5G advanced network solutions are powering race day operations with event-wide connectivity. From streamlined gate entry to an immersive app, giving fans blazing fast access to the sport they love. This is accelerating innovation. This is the Las Vegas Grand Prix with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.